What is up, guys? Welcome to the Friday episode of the Snaggle Show. I am your host, Chris Jardine, a.k.a. Snaggle J. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're going to be doing something a little bit different today. As we are going to be doing a wrestling watch-along. Um, we're going to go all the way back to June 7th, 2019. Um, yes, th two weeks ago. Uh, and we are going to re-watch The Undertaker versus Goldberg main event from Super Showdown. Now, it may be a rewatch for you guys, but I actually have not watched um, this match in its entirety. Um, I saw bits and pieces and clips here and there, but we're going to sit down. We're going to watch the whole thing. Um, we're going to talk about it the whole way through. We're going to react to it a little bit afterwards as well. Um, for those of you who don't know, Super Showdown took place in Saudi Arabia. It is a non-storyline WWE pay-per-view. Uh, basically, it's a cash grab. The Saudis pay WWE a very large sum of money to go over there and put on a show. Um, but similar to the first time they went, um, they you know want to see some of their quote-unquote, favorite talent. So that's what led to the Undertaker-Goldberg main event. And again, if you've seen or heard of this, you already pretty much know how this ends. But we're going to, like I said, I haven't seen it um, from start to finish, so we're going to watch it in its entirety. Um, as always, guys, thank you so much for um, listening to the show, either right on Anchor FM uh, Anchor.fm slash The Snaggle Show or your podcast app of choice. I uh, appreciate you uh, lending me your ear holes for a little while. Um, we're not going to have any audio uh, of the WWE Network on this. Um, so, you know, to avoid copyrighting things. But if you head over to the WWE Network and find Super Showdown, June 7th, 2019, uh, we're at the little blip on the bottom, three hours, 25 minutes, and 10 seconds three hours 25 minutes and 10 seconds is where we are uh, like i said they have the nice little if you're watching it on the on a uh, web browser um, they have the nice little blips at the bottom so we're going to watch it we're going to see what happens um so we are going to hit play in three two one play so they're trying to hype this Ooh, the first time ever yeah, first time ever. I predict the entrances are going to be longer than... So obviously the crowd pops huge for Goldberg. And immediately they're like scream... Like this is like WCW levels of Goldberg hype. Look at the balloons. Oh, Saudi Arabia don't ever change. But really, change a lot. Like change a lot. Like, is, like, it's so obvious that this is just a cash grab. Like, you're trotting out the 50-something-year-old Goldberg and the 50-something-year-old Undertaker in the main event. Oh, look at these guys. Beating on the door. Oh. Goldberg's ready. Oh, my jeez. He's sweaty and has a mark on his forehead. Did he literally beat his head off the door? <clears throat> wow. Nice to see Goldberg can still uh, get up. 
and get that intensity rising. Oh yes, Let's see how many times they show the Goldberg balloons. Everyone's like, all right, yeah, we get to see Goldberg. Goldberg's like, all right, high-intensity paycheck incoming. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a huge Goldberg fan. Um, it's, you know, he did the best he could with what WCW gave him, which was not a whole lot. You know, a lot of people have bad... Um, bad will towards Goldberg because of what he did to Bret Hart, myself included. But I mean, the thing is, is that it's not his fault. Like, he was just doing what he was told. They they made him into this monster without ever having a thought of, well, what are we going to do when the streak ends? Like, you can't recreate that. Like, at this point, the crowd's just like, um, is Goldberg coming? He's not in it yet. So already he botched the entrance. Wasn't even in the sparklers. Blows a snot rocket on his way down the ramp. I like it. I like it, Goldberg. Michael Cole with a botch. <clears throat> All right, so that his entrance from the it was three minutes, three minutes it took Goldberg to get to the ring from the moment his music started. Like, there's just there's no build. There's no like, uh, with like, I mean, I already know how it ends, but without knowing how it ends, you already know it's going to end badly. Like that's the worst part. You just knew it was going to end poorly. Keep it running. What are these guys doing? Vince is in the back right now, like, trying to pay Mark Calloway. Like, please go out there. Please go out there. Oh, here comes a five-minute entrance. We're at three hours and 30 minutes. We'll see how long this takes. The things WWE will do for money. It's funny because I remember watching Goldberg. Like, I wasn't a huge Undertaker fan during the Attitude Era. You know, like, I, I, I didn't really enjoy the whole ministry, corporate ministry. I, did, I mean, the stuff he did with Stephanie was, was kind of interesting, but, 
Like, I was more into it because Austin was in it. Like, that was kind of my thing there. But, like, man, Goldberg was white hot. Like, I still remember watching Goldberg uh, jackhammer the giant for the U.S. title. Jackhammer Hogan for the WCW championship. Like, those were huge, iconic moments in the Monday Night Wars. Aided by the fact that Goldberg was over as fuck with the WWE crowd. Or WCW crowd. There's the... The gongs. Gong pop. <laughs> Popping the gongs. I love that they put more effort and production into this than literally any pay-per-view besides WrestleMania. <coughs> Excuse me. It's kind of funny that you're still, like, almost 30 years later, we're still in, in awe of when The Undertaker comes out to the ring. Because, I mean, like, at this point, like, on one hand, it's sad that, the, you know, he still gets trotted out here for a paycheck and a payday and ratings. But on the other hand, you're like, man, it's still so cool to see The Undertaker. But, you know, just what's left of his body at this point. But yeah, the biggest thing with Goldberg was, you know... WCW never thought what's next. They never thought what happens after the streak. So then he just was a regular, you know, wrestler. And not a very good one at that. Like when you go 173 and 0 and then you lose and you can't wrestle, that's it. Everything Goldberg did after that was a footnote, except for ending Bret Hart's career. And a little bit of bullshit that he did with WWE. And then coming back to WWE, you know, to squash Brock Lesnar. Which everybody really loved and was great storyline. You know. But my hopes for this match are not high, folks. This may be the first, last, and only wrestling watch-along podcast we ever do. Because at this point... We are eight minutes into it, and Undertaker's only halfway to the ring. <laughs> Undertaker's entrance is about to hit four minutes. Like, this is what you call drawing out the inevitable. Imagine how you would feel if you lived in the West and you took Friday afternoon off to watch this crap. Remember guys, on Monday's episode of the podcast, 
I am going to be covering my Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. A couple of guys here who are probably going to get some consideration for various or uh, different reasons. But make sure you guys tune in Monday. Again, the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. But right now, we are watching Super Showdown. This is The Undertaker. Finally, finally, after five minutes and seven seconds, gets in the ring. This is going to be bad. This is going to be... Oh my God, Michael Cole, shut up. I like how they're playing this up like it's the main event of WrestleMania. Because I suppose, to the people in Saudi Arabia, this is the main event of WrestleMania. Sadly, it could have been the WrestleMania main event in 1998. Undertaker looks like he has no interest in being here. Oh my jeez. All right. Here we go. Oh my god, Corey Graves. Stop Corey Graves. All right, here we go. Finally after 12 minutes, the bell has rung, but we'll see how long it is before we get any actual action. Oh my word. The stare down time. 45 second stare down incoming chat. Not chat. Whatever. You guys, I'm just going to call you chat from now on. That's how this is going to work. <clears throat> oh, boys. Wow. So, right, uh, here's another one. Okay, here's a cover. Oh, God. Oh, he sits. Oh, my God. Right to the cliche. Two spears and a sit-up. Like, are they... Oh no.
Okay, rest. This is the oh. What was that? Um. Fifty-year-old <laughs> Goldberg rolls into a knee bar. Film at eleven. Undertaker, you can reach the ropes, man. You're literally right there, bud. So put your hand behind your head. It's right there. Oh, boys. I hope this turns into a big... a big, Look, look, it's right there. Just reach. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. I love that they're a uh, nice little... Goldberg looks like a million bucks tonight. Is that? Oh my god. What a so he what a dummy. Oh my god. He seriously hit the ring post. That's how he knocked himself out? Oh my god. Are you kidding me? Oh my god. This is... So, see, here's the thing. You, you gotta go home here. Like, this this match should be over. Put him in the tombstone. Get the one, two, three. Be done with it. Put him in the tombstone and be done with it. But they're going to keep this thing going because, look. Like, Goldberg doesn't even know what he's doing. Look, is he going to try to do the old school? Oh my god. Popping for the old school. I love it. Like you got this gate. Like put him in the tombstone. This is the thing. Perfect. Choke slam him and go home. Like guys. Goldberg's not okay. Like, you can hear Kyoto asking, are you all right? Go home. Now, cover him. One, two, three. Cover him. One, like, Taker's looking around like, what are we doing here? Oh, man. Like, this is hard to watch because you know, like, obviously we're watching this in hindsight. We know Goldberg is hurt. Now, Undertaker's like, I need you to hold on, Bill. He hit his head on the... Like, okay, don't kick out. Why, like, why? Why would he kick out there? And now, see... And now Undertaker's like, what? No, see, that's just... That's... He, 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 Goldberg's got to stay down there. I understand he's a performer, but man, oh man. 
Like, this is just bad. Like, this is bad. Like, Goldberg can't... Goldberg... Uh, oh, man. This, like, I mean, again, in hindsight, knowing that this happened two weeks ago, like, it's it's easy to look at it and say... Like, it's easy to look at this two weeks in hindsight and be like, man, they should have went home. Knowing that Goldberg was, in fact, legitimately hurt. Which I think if you're watching live, you know Goldberg's legit hurt. I mean, he's bleeding like a stuck pig from the forehead. He could barely stand up. Like, he's sluggish. But yet, the performer, like Mike Kyoto's like Goldberg. You gotta go home, man. Like... Goldberg should have just Goldberg should have just stayed down from the the tombstone. But being the professional that he is, he soldiers on. And you can see like Undertaker trying to be careful. Okay. Look, now did you did, did I just hear Undertaker say don't do it? I thought I heard someone say don't do it. Like he can't stand up. No, there is no way he's out cold. Now that now, uh, yeah, that's bad. That's bad. That could have been. That could have been life altering for the Undertaker, like that's scary right there. Like that's scary to watch. Yeah. Look, he said, told him to stay down. That was hard to watch, guys. And look at Undertaker. He's so pissed off right now. Undertaker realizes that Goldberg's hurt and almost just fucking paralyzed him. And this is the point of his life where you're looking around saying, hey, I almost became a quadriplegic for a paycheck in Saudi Arabia. Like, that's hard to watch, guys. That's hard to watch. Look at how disappointed, like, look at The Undertaker's face. You know, he's pissed. They put on a shitty match. 
He could have got really hurt. He knows Bill's hurt. I couldn't see what he said something there as he turned away. <clears throat> That's hard to watch. Like, you're asking two 50-year-old men to go out there and trust each other with their bodies. You know, two guys who were never the best wrestlers to begin with and Goldberg, who has a long career of being unsafe. And the Undertaker's like, well, he's got to do the thing. You got to do the thing, man. Show must go on, right? The thing WWE does for money, man. <coughs> the things WWE do for money. Alright. So mercifully that's over. Like I said, that was that was the first time that I've watched uh, it in its entirety. I saw some clips and stuff and that was that was really hard to watch. I mean just knowing that Goldberg, you know, again the aftermath of it all, Goldberg came out, said that, you know, obviously he blew himself up, busted his head open. Um you know, he was basically out at that point. Um, but here's the thing, right? Like, you can't, you can't blame the the performers. They're going out there. They have a job to do. They're the main event. They're you know, what people have, you know, people have paid to see. Um, it came out afterwards in a rumor that there was an altercation backstage between Bill and The Undertaker. It was said afterwards that that was false and that, you know, Undertaker was just trying to check on Goldberg and make sure he was okay. And But, like, you can't blame them. You, like, I mean, the only part of that match where you can blame anyone, is Goldberg should have eaten the first tombstone, one, two, three, and that be the end of it. Like, that's, that's probably the only thing that they did wrong, was Goldberg should have taken that first tombstone, laid down, one, two, three, get out of there. It means nothing. There's no story. There's no, you know, worrying about the next pay-per-view. It's get in there, get out, don't hurt yourself. <clears throat> but instead, he kicked out and literally almost paralyzed the Undertaker and almost dropped him right on his head. And that is was really hard to watch and really scary. Uh, and and honestly, I hope they learn. WWE learns from this. I mean, we all know they won't because you know the amount of money that they're being paid. 
to you know go to Saudi Arabia and do these things and you know trotting out Goldberg and Undertaker and you know all the guys they trotted out when they did the first one which I what was it what was the first one um, Crown Jewel um, same idea right <clears throat> you know remember the big joke around the Crown Jewel was they wanted Yokozuna um, who you know literally had died over 20 years ago and that's when they trotted out that other large Japanese looking guy and, and you know like it, it's I don't know man some things are really stupid business decisions and literally almost watching the Undertaker get paralyzed on uh you know pay-per-view on the on the network scary to watch man um but you know what I'm glad we were able to go back and look at it and and and, and kind of not well. I guess I, I don't want to say appreciate it for what it was because I don't really appreciate it at all. I really think it was a really stupid decision, something that WWE shouldn't have done, something I had I literally take no enjoyment away from. <clears throat> It'd be a different story if it was uh, you know 2000, 2001, 1999 in that era when when these guys were in their prime. But you know, I mean, even with the Goldberg Brock Lesnar. Saga, at least, you know, you had some story and some stuff going to it. This was just a thrown-together match. And we're really, really, really fortunate. Um, really, really fortunate that nobody got seriously injured. Um, anyways, guys, that has been this Friday episode of The Snaggle Show. Um, I appreciate you guys coming by. I appreciate you guys, uh, you know, listening as always and subscribing. Uh, again, big reminder, Monday uh, is going to be... My Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. Uh, literally looking forward to that. I'm sure it's going to be extremely controversial. Um, so make sure you guys uh, tune in for that on Monday. As always, guys, uh, if you want to help support the podcast, make sure you check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash snagglej. Uh, we'll be doing some exclusive live um, wrestling watch-alongs starting in July. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so make sure you head over to patreon.com slash snagglej. Consider... Uh, becoming a patron and supporting the podcast. Uh, but as always, I have been Chris Jardine, a.k.a. Snaggle J, and until next time, peace.